Now, back to Hancock and Kelly, sponsored by Insperity, HR that makes a difference, on News Radio 1120, KMOX. Hey, welcome back to the greatest radio station on the planet. And it's the greatest place to grow up is St. Louis, Missouri. Who knows what you can become? You can become a Super Bowl uh, broadcaster. You can. You can, uh, you know, go on to a star in the office. You can. Or you can take Broadway by storm and win yourself a bunch of Tonys. Two-time Tony Award winner, St. Louis native Norbert Leo Butts joins us in studio. You've got, before we get to all of my probative questions, Norbert Leo, <laughs> yes. uh, you've got an event coming up uh, tonight. I sure do. Tell us about it. I am playing a concert at the Sheldon Auditorium. I, I mean, legendary space. One of the great, great acoustic rooms, like, of all time. It is. I, I sang there years ago uh, as part of a benefit and um, have always wanted to play there. I have been working on this little EP. I, I co-wrote several songs with my 26-year-old daughter during COVID. That's cool. It's very cool. So it's kind of a father-daughter project. That uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm unveiling these songs tonight. The CD is going to be released uh, midnight tonight. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. So music is a big part of your life now. Absolutely. Uh, your two Tony Awards came from musicals, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and Catch Me If You Can in the leading role. One of only nine people to win the leading uh, best actor leading in a musical. So they tell me. Two times. One of nine people in the history, Michael, of Broadway. Wow. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you when you get like a moniker like that, everywhere I go now, it's two-time Tony Award winner Norbert Butts. Two-time Tony Award. Welcome to two-time Tony. Even my parents used to call me. Is this my two-time Tony Award? Like, it's you know, it's it's a bit of an albatross, but um, I'm super super. Well, proud. it's I'm better super to be proud. It's better to be a two-time Tony Award winner than a two-timer. Uh, I think we yeah. can all agree on that. Well, but, we, but singing is not ouch. really your thing, right? You know You're what? an actor. I. You know what? I am both. I I have served two masters my entire life. I grew up, as you know, you know my brother Steve. Uh, he's kind of the culprit in my music education. So he's the oldest of the 11 of us. I'm the seventh. 11? Yeah. 11. Oh, my yeah. word. Steve's the oldest. I'm There's the seventh. a lot seventh. of butts out there. There are a lot of butts. Yeah. Insert joke, insert whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but Steve was really the first musician in our family. And then all of us younger guys just, like, wanted to be Steve. So I guess I was about 8, 9, 10, started playing piano, and... Uh, doing vocal competitions with school, singing choirs. And then I got into college, and um, I discovered acting. I, my heroes became like Pacino, Duvall, De Niro. And I thought musicals were just, that was passive. That was yeah. beneath me, you know. So I stopped doing them for a long time. But really, I started off as a singer. Um, and now I've kind of just kind of juggled both. Yeah, I find it fascinating um, that one of your heroes is James Cagney. That's he's probably my favorite of all time. And and tell me about that allure. I was again. Uh, we had a VHS tape of Yankee Doodle Dandy. I oh, remember yeah. being a little little kid, and I was obsessed with that movie. Here's the thing about James Cagney: James Cagney could melt your heart with a song and a dance, and then in another film, he could turn around and absolutely turn you to stone. He was terrifying as a gangster, and I thought that was such a cool combination. Right? He. And that was always the kind of actor that I wanted to be. He had that range, you know what I mean? He was a song and dance man, but he was also this like feral, lethal gangster. And I thought that was just so cool. His final role 
was a movie. It's I play ragtime piano. Oh, in ra- he in was in ragtime. Ragtime. He played uh, Roscoe Conkling. Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, yeah. that was a, he, a great performance in that yeah. movie. He wasn't the type of pandering kind of guy. There was a menace about him and his even when he danced. And I just thought there was that extra edge that he had is something that I always kind of looked up to and tried to emulate. So you've done a lot of television as well, as well as motion pictures. Yeah. Uh, but New York is your base. You yep. never thought about going to Hollywood. No, you know, I, I came to New York. I was 28 years old. I got super lucky. I got in Rent, the big... Yeah, that was a, that was a ma- smash hit. hit. And then the work just started coming through musical theater. I have to be honest, Rent was my first professional musical, and it was on Broadway. I was in a Broadway show before I saw a Broadway show. That's how really? naive I was about the whole thing. And then I did 11 Broadway shows. You know, being on Broadway, it's like being in, it's like being in the majors, man. I had, I've had four surgeries, you know... Oh. In, I got into my early 40s and my body was breaking down, mm. and I started auditioning for more television. Easier on the body, <laughs> um, not that eight show a week grind, and um, and I just got lucky. I got on a couple of really successful shows, and that's where the work has come now. So I balanced it. Yeah, and now you're at a place where you can pick and choose what you want to do. So films can come at you, television can come at you, Broadway. Put aside the physical uh, restraint. What? Which one would you prefer to do? I get asked that all the time. And, I i mean, it's just, it sounds, you know, whatever, pat. But uh, you go toward the material. You go toward this, the what, what really jazzes you up, you know. It's like like anybody. I do audio books. I love doing those. Mm. Um, sometimes it's great to sit in a studio with a really great book and, and just work with an engineer and producer. Sometimes, and I'm also a restless kind of artist. I was, you know, I'm always want, wanting a new cha- challenge, so... Um, I go toward the material and the collaborators. That's what it's always about in entertainment. Yeah. So you you've got this new album now. It's coming out and features your daughter. It sure does. On it. Uh, did you have eleven children uh, yourself? I did not. <laughs> no, no. I but I did have three beautiful daughters. Yeah. Um, they are my joy. They are the light of my life. And I tell you what, you know, COVID was the huge disruptor, but there were a lot, a lot of uh, the, the the benefits that came from that time. I had all three of my kids. Home under my roof, you know. Yeah. A lot of people talk about this, and it was it's phenomenal. Four months having dinner every night together, um, making music. That's what we do. My oldest daughter is uh, she's twenty six. She's a really fine songwriter, and throughout the years, she's been writing songs since she was a teenager. She's like, Dad, is this any good? I'd be like, Yeah, that's really good. It's so good. I want to record a couple of those. So we started laying down the basic tracks during covid and uh re- you know finally got about to finishing it a few months ago and i'm i'm self releasing it myself and uh, i'm just super proud of her Norbert Leo Butts is our guest. He is a two-time Tony Award winner. <laughs> I think we've covered that. Uh, do you have a favorite genre of of the material, the comedy, the drama? Um I, you know again, i always i always uh, like to do the thing that I have not done previously. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a film coming out next week called The Exorcist, and it's my first horror film. Oh, wow. Oh. Yes. It's uh, it's 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 not a remake. It's a sequel. Are you a, are you a priest? I'm not the priest. Oh. I, I play the father of the, oh. of the possessed girl. Wow. Uh, it was one of the hardest, most rewarding, most bizarre experiences I've ever had. Yeah, but what, what better uh, of a method acting experience than, than to have raised teenage daughters? Oh, yes. If you're talking about somebody that's, you know, demon-possessed. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to stay quiet. <laughs> there are a couple what of years What was it like there. growing up with 11, uh, 10 siblings? 
It was chaotic. It was Well, did you guys fantastic. live in a mansion? or No. And as a matter of fact, I took my girls. My girls were in town with me. I, I was the seventh. I was born in a three-bedroom house off of Gravoy in, 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 uh, on Vassal, right by St. George's Parish. Um, I lived in a drawer for the first years of my life, my mom <laughs> tells me. Uh, not a lot of space. But I tell you what, my siblings are my best friends. They really, really are. I'm so – my parents are gone now. Mm. And um, – just to have those kind of roots, you know, it's are, been amazing. Are you the only one who kind of fled St. Louis, or did the rest of them stick around? Or Most did... of them have stayed here. Uh, I have a brother who went to Seattle, um, a sister who also went to the West Coast, but most everybody is still in Missouri, yeah. Norbert, many people want to know where you went to high school. You know, that's the question. I went to, proudly went to Bishop DeBerg High Bishop School. Bishop DeBerg High School. Yep. Right there you Marlboro go. There. So and you did a lot of acting in high school. Uh, I did. Uh, I did. Play. Well, here was the thing. My older brothers. It's it's great when you have older brothers. They just they they show you the way. Yeah. So I had older brothers who were smart, because they would go to the all girl Catholic schools and audition for the plays because right. they did the math. There would be like eighty girls and five guys in the That's show, and if you could thinking. walk and talk at the same time, you got a lead. Like you know, they were so desperate for guys. So you had. As many dates as you could possibly have in high school. And let's face it, if you're a Norbert Butts, you need all the help you can get, you know, in that department. <laughs> well, it's worked so. out pretty well for you. It's worked out pretty well for you. So. The performance, are there still seats available for this thing? I think there are some seats available. It's um, tonight. Yes, It's at the lot, Sheldon, yeah. the Sheldon.org for more information. Norbert Leo Butts and his daughter are going to be uh, unveiling she, this thing. She, yeah, her songs are going to be represented. She's not a performer, but I'm going ah, to be performing some her, of her, her songs. pieces. Yes. That it's the King of Hearts CDs coming out, self-published by Norbert Leo Butts. Thank you so much for your time in the studio. It's been fascinating. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. All right. Best wishes. We'll be back after the news with Javier Mendoza. That's next on Camo X.